The content expressed on this podcast is not to be taken as fact or inside information. The opinions expressed are for entertainment purposes only. It's all love. Welcome to the culture. I do this for my culture. Really grew up around a lot of Hispanic people. Shout out to Antonio. Nigga, my dreams are scary, two. scary. Daddy in prison and I'm pinning two eyes. Living. I figure it necessary. You got a dope Shit, video I for this. Profit off you niggas. Song is called Elote Man. I'd be a force to be reckoned with. So talk to me nice, no negative. Shit, mm-hmm. I couldn't write an autobiography without him changing the narrative. And when you confident and black is scary to him, they mistake it as arrogance. Compliments are only meant to distract. Miss me with all the comparisons. All this bullshit about who I sound like. Save yourself the embarrassment. Life's a bitch, man, I swear it is. The journey alone is perilous. Chainmail and battle axe for the road less traveled. That shit is imperative. Two things you can't take from me. My tainted soul or my heritage. According to most, I'm a kindred spirit. But let a bitch tell it I'm careless. Searching for purpose and I try the territory Try and figure just where it is Heart of stone, we yet still exposed Cause upon my sleeves, I'm wearing it At this point, I'm far too invested Yes, sir, I'm committed like marriages Word to your neighborhood, Elote man I'm grinding harder than Mexicans Like that Living <laughs> since the raps Twerking for the gram That she go knocking me off track Trends on top of trends Yo, we some walking hashtags Reality checks, you get to cash Semi-conscious state for heaven's sake, we in a trance mm. Desperately awaiting on that date we can revamp It's like I ask myself the same shit every day Ayo, hey, what's, what's happening to the mental states of me and you and them and they uh, Wait upon my shoulders, rid me of these damn restraints uh, Isolate myself and move, say walk Come on, you want some hitty? Conceal my tactics from the masses Biting rappers, teeth decay May the odds be in your fave He looks smacked right now games. Most of these LA niggas trash Pinning them raps that sound the same for like three hours. Yeah. Been, I was up Proud of you, dog. I came straight here too. I mean, we should have made some music. Fuck with you. We was just chopping it. <laughs> but chopping is also important, man. It definitely is, man. Look. Shout We're out talking to about like pushing against the grain and the water and all that. First off, man, LA LA culture is real rich right now. We got all type of energy floating. You know what I mean? Facts. It's been a great summer. Not Facts. too much negative news out there. The strike is big. That's very negative, and we're gonna get to that in a minute. But you, you tuned in with the counterculture, counterculture life out here. This international Nash man, handpicked music selection from Rap Session because we really about the bars. So I hope y'all caught those bars. I'm sitting with a bar smith right now. Do stacks of God. Be careful what you pray for. Live and direct, as always, where you should be, where you want to be, where you can't be. And if you appreciate lyrics, that Found Money and Found Money 2 is around. You should go find that. Yeah, man, Streaming it's out everywhere. right now. Um, just dropped two vi- two videos last week. Um, one for Boomerang and the other one for Run. So run those up, man. I'm about to start really... You about to start really putting, yeah, man. Thank you. Look, don't get tired because you on like leaf number three, 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 four, whatever. I don't know what you've been doing up in here. I just pulled up. This I, you feel me? Ain't never tired, man. We always in overdrive, overtime. What uh, what strain you on, man? Strain of the uh, the day for you. Okay, so this one is from my weed girl. I don't know uh, the strain, bro. I know it was sticky. I fuck with it but Word word She always be texting me the names And sending me the photos And it's like I know you got the gas So just give me the gas I don't really need the sales pitch But I appreciate you know, also The professionalism and the care 
I think that's uh, part of your diet and how you've <laughs> ingested a lot of different uh, versions of cannabis throughout your time, right? Like, yeah. I feel like you're a, a connoisseur of cannabis, so so to speak, right? Yeah. I will give you that because I've seen your uh, your bougie nature with smoking. I've Can't seen be. your preferences, right? Like when I met you, I think you was a backwoods smoker. Yeah. Right now you're not. Talk about it, man. We we gotta really influence these people to change their ways, man. You've so, been changing on them. So uh, you changed, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's another leaf I'm gonna introduce to y'all again because I was on um, my brother uh, Space uh, podcast, Yo Space. That's on Amped right now. I was on there last Sunday, Saturday, and um, they were having like a weed episode, and they were talking about this new leaf, bro. That's like a leaf. But it's like all natural without the tobacco, but you get more of the taste from the weed with the same burning sensations. I'm going to find out exactly what that is, let everybody know. And also, uh, but yeah, before... Yeah, we're going to plug that in yeah. the description. But before... No, uh, we, we, we not going to plug that in the description. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, what's the email? Oh, Karan, no what, butler in here. Yeah, Karan, please, Karan, make sure you pray five <laughs> times a day. Um, what's, the, what's the email for... Uh, for submissions? For submissions. Um, for info at itsallreallygood.com. You already know, so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> info at itsallreallygood. If you got things you need us to talk about. Yeah, we'll plug that. We'll plug that. You know what I'm saying? It's all really good. Yeah, but as far as I used to fuck with Backwoods back in the day, but um, once Backwoods became popular, they started sliding all the niggas on the packs, bro. For sure. And the leaf started being trash. For sure. Um, oh, they then, tainted the quality. No, okay, so look. Yeah. My theory, not to cut you off, my theory. No, not at all. Um... <laughs> The three pack was always the best pack. So, bro, back in the day, like, well, I want to say back in the day, like, this the is three when I was pack. recording Red Wine and Backwoods. You feel me? We was really on it. Yeah, you got a whole tape about um, it. Now you don't even mess with it. Yeah, so that shit. The rappers these days. See where they lead y'all? When a pack costs, like, maybe like five bucks, you know what I'm saying? They were still giving out that shit. Yeah, and like, when six bucks max. Yeah, yeah, that shit was When it was the price crazy. went up to like eight, nine, yeah. they was. But it was trash But, but bro, look Damn so they raised the price look, And lowered the quality of look, it? Just like I used, Earl's I used to get the three pack look, I used to get the Shout three pack the group. Uh, From the smoke shop Right Or no, from the weed shop And It had the um Like the zipper Like on You know what I'm saying Like yeah. the, the, the zip lock yeah. You know what I'm saying So it kept it fresh Yeah The one Shit, I ain't seen a three pack in a minute. Yeah, no, nah, they said fuck that. We only giving the fives, nigga. They for ten. But um, wow, and you, and you only probably getting three good ones out that yeah. bitch. So you getting three for ten? Yeah, yeah. And it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that shit be weak. But then as far I don't as know, bro. I, I've only switched up brands of papers. I started with zigzags. Actually, I started with tops. Some wild shit. You never really smoked blunts or like never, bro. I, for one. In my early days, because I started smoking weed very late in the weed game, bro. I was like 21, 22, like that little trend. I was I was like 16, 17. You feel me? Most niggas is high school with it, or at least 18. So I was that dumb was late. your first time smoking, yeah. or when you started? No, okay. when I started smoking on my own. But like I got high maybe three times in life before that. You could say like once a year, yeah, bro, just on some like on accidental late. shit. And I told myself I'm not gonna ever be the person that's like buying weed or smoking weed on my own. And now, yeah, I said change. a lot of things that I wasn't right. gonna do. So the papers though have been consistent because I was on tops and then I went to Zags. Then a nigga told me the zigzags got gunpowder in it. Shouldn't smoke those. I was like, really? 
So then I went to Raw's, the ble bleached hemp's, and now uh, OCBs is my preference because they usually all come with the uh, filters. I'm that type of smoker. I try to have a filter all the time in the uh, tip. I don't know, man. I, I think yeah. uh, weed in general has really given me some really good friendships with people, so that's why I can never really smoke down on it. And I really respect how everybody ingests. We got, shout out to Terra Tokes, right? We got mine on the way. They just sent my shipping uh, confirmation this morning. And that promo code is still up really good. Get you that. It can't, you feel me? Yeah, man. A nice Say chunky again, 25% off. I don't know what kind of accent that was or what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. But it's 25% <laughs> off. We need, we need twenty five percent off if you type in really oh, good. Really good. Hey, Teratokes tap in with yeah, you. Yeah, Teratokes. We need really to good. we need to get that promo together for y'all. So you know what I'm saying. It can yeah, nah, we gonna make it seamless. You, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean, but mine is on the way. Fuck and man. I remember the first time I even got introduced to bongs. It was by uh, a white person in San Diego. I smoked weed with this white dude. I ain't gonna say his name because he. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was amazing though. It, like, blew my mind, like, chest all, like, felt like I got hit with a shotgun. I was like, yo, this is, That's oh, crazy. so this this how y'all get high? He like, yeah, bro, I've been doing this since I was, like, 15. I'm like, yo, that's Damn. crazy. 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 And I'm, like, sky high with it. Yeah, bro, I didn't. You got any, like, I've been too high stories? Too high? Like, oh, early yeah. in your? So, uh. My smoking situation starts really later, bro. Like, I smoked here and there. I wouldn't say I really started smoking, bro, until, like, 27. Like, Why was that? Shit. Why around that time? Um, so, I hooped early on, so I was oh, never Oh, the basketball, with, yeah. yeah. And then Me too. I gave up my hoop dreams earlier. As I was, when I got older, Same. I was like, I'm never... Uh, Contaminate my body. No, I'm not paying for weed. Oh, you yeah, me? yeah. And I was like, also, too, for a minute, I was like, yeah, I only smoke blunts that women roll up. Like so, it would, I would only see he been bougie. This shit is crazy, Karan. Like I can't even believe that type of standard. I only do, and that's why, bro. I, I wasn't not believe that. I ain't never heard no nigga say no shit like that. Bro, I Dog, swear to, that's, bro, all, that's a hot take. I swear to we God, we gotta isolate that audio within ten minutes. This nigga done already hit like back to back threes. <laughs> bow, bow, bro. I swear to God, timeout. We nigga, up ten. I swear to God, so it would and be guess like, what? And when he come out the timeout, he's shooting the ball too. Again, bow three. <laughs> Another one, three in a row. He's on fire. Can we get a he's on fire or something? Uh, yoga we gonna need something, it's bro. Yo, no, you are supposed to be pressing the board. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do your job, bro. <laughs> I'm Karana's, doing too much. Crying a lot right now, bro. He's Yo, he's supposed to do our research. He still ain't looked up what you asked him to look up. Well, you already up. found it. Oh, yeah, I did find it, and oh, that's okay. not really Karan bag. I feel like man. <laughs> yeah. he's not a researcher. Nah, he researcher might so. be on the way, man. Yeah, right, yeah. Sure. This is he right there for them too. <laughs> no, but so back to this culture. What we got distracted at real quick is the Ebony Beach Club hot topic, right? Because we talking about just kind of L.A. and what's considered ghetto or racist. Like I've been seeing that shit on social media, and yeah, so Ebony Beach Club came up. And also to be more formal. And like I said before, you know, I enjoy the meta aspect of things. So you guys can appreciate it now in this embryo stage and see it fully fleshed out going forward. We're going to do a bit more revamping in the structure of the show. Right. And as opposed to being more conversational, we'll still have those great aspects, but it'll be broken down in different segments. So these segments will be called versus the culture. This is the kind of culture life. So for this first segment, we're going to start off with social media versus the culture. And our first topic of discussion is the Ebony Beach Club. So Nash, oh, yeah, because uh, apparently 
they not making no money off the <laughs> event. And they also can't sustain the growth of the event. It's literally gotten out of control because the community has supported it so much. So right? break down for those who don't know what the Ebony so, Beach Club is. I'm doing my research, and I've actually been to one of these and didn't realize what it was. I'm looking at the dates. Last summer, I was there. Right? right. It was a vibe because it's exactly what it looked like. It's no cap on the gram. If you go to their Instagram at Ebony Beach Club, you're gonna see a bunch of black people at the beach. It looked like almost like an army, like a sea. And I saw it was based off of them trying to teach people how to surf. Hmm. And maybe beginning. that is how it started. And inviting yeah. people, because it says through surf education. Uh, I like the logo, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very uh, classy and uh, signature. Simplistic. Simplistic, right? It gives me Ebony Beach Club vibes. Yeah. Um, I do think that black people should get re-acclimated with water. I'm a, a water sign, and I'm surprised when a lot of people tell me they can't swim because, I don't know, I grew up just learning how to swim. Girl, I feel like yeah. that's a fundamental uh, skill that you need to have to survive in life sometimes. <clears throat> Same. Bro, but also, hood niggas always be like, certain shit is extra. <laughs> Anything that was beyond the bare necessities and getting money, it's like, man, I got time for that shit. <laughs> Even though it may be fun, it may be essential, maybe something you may need, it's astigmatism for sure in the hood. Whatever it is. Yeah, but nigga, I done, I done went to like plenty summer camps and some of the hoodest niggas and you know, when the summer camps in, this, in the hood the too, like, and them niggas could swim, niggas but like, dolphins. them niggas would shoot you outside of the summer camp, or them niggas, I you know like what I'm saying? Swimming is just about being athletic. If you yeah. know how to actually have control of your body, you can learn how to swim. Yeah. Bro, yeah. So I encourage all y'all, if you don't know how to swim, stop playing with yourself. You don't have to pay for no lessons. Get on YouTube. Yeah. Or just figure it out. Dogs learn how to swim naturally. They just and figure babies, it out. And babies can swim naturally. Babies too. can swim and naturally. My, my son can swim naturally. Bro. You feel me? Look, so, we didn't verify yeah, it. So. Counterculture life. You heard it from us. Yeah. Go so, get out here and learn how to swim. You, stop I, playing with yourself. I don't yourself. want to hear that you can't Pause. swim. <laughs> Yo, the homie sent me some dumb shit today. It was a dude, uh, a professional uh, competitive eater. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, this Pause. this next uh exactly oh, I, he sent I me seen that. that shit, bro. <laughs> he said this next contest is my last one. <laughs> my throat wasn't made for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit crazy as fuck, man. Yeah, on some social media shit, right? Social we saw media. that shit on social media. First off, do y'all have people that y'all talk to on social media, but y'all don't really talk to like that in real life? So it was this one dude on Twitter, bro. We was like Twitter best friends back in the day. Like, it started off with him just hitting me and be like, "Shut your bitch ass up!" Out of nowhere, oh, and I was like, "I was like, man, fuck you, nigga." And then we just started roasting each other. But then after that, we would just chop it, bro. It'd be crazy because sometimes we had never DM'd, right? Right. <laughs> so right. we'd be talking, and then bro would say some real shit like, "Man, my fucking day was fucked up, bro. This just happened." We'd be having these real ass wow. conversations. Just on the timeline, And never had met before, but also it was a bunch of other people in my friend group that that nigga had hit up and said the same shit. Like, man, fuck you, da-da-da-da. And other people, I hate that bitch-ass nigga. I'm like, oh, bro, that's the homie. (laughs) (laughs) On Twitter. On Twitter only, for sure, Damn, that's crazy. Nah, for real, me, I got uh, people that I be talking to that I ain't never met. Just, I don't even know how they be finding me, bro. Just around the world. Uh, I don't know. They just be responding to shit or like, We'll follow each other off a comment. Because yeah. honestly, I'm looking at uh, somebody I know that lives in Detroit. She comment on every shade room post. And I'm sorry. I'm a person that be watching that shit, right? Because I seen earlier, 
just some foul shit with Young Miami and her son being at backstage at Rolling Loud. Yeah. That's how I find out about like just ghetto gossip to me, right? Yeah. But when I see her always saying something, I just be like, yo, it's really people out here like that. Not only are they on this motherfucker all day, but they always got something to say. But see, it's it's interesting Damn. because it's like um, there's a lot of times we get lost in the numbers on shit in social media. That'll actually tie back into our topic. But like, as far as being lost in the numbers, you'll see like all these thousands of people in common, and you'll be like, man, I can't even imagine being one of these people. And then you see somebody you know that's in that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like regularly. So when you be like, man, that's not even a real thing with all those numbers. It's like, yeah, it no, is. No, it'd be bruh. thousands of people. And it'd be on people you know every but day. Even speaking of that, as far as numbers running up, so. Back to the Ebony Beach Club, right? So, what's interesting is why I feel like this is a great um, choice for social media versus culture. It's because the Ebony Beach Club has a mass following, right? Um, Bro, they really they, built a brand. When they throw events or people come out, uh, they did a post recently that said it was like 3,500 people, you know? And as far as donations, um, because it does, it's no fee to come out. So I ba- basically, it's based off of community, and they also give like surf lessons, and it's the whole thing is about having people in tune with nature and the ocean, etc. But there's no fee for it. But also, you know, anything it costs to have that shit going up, it's only you got to have a structure. Yeah, yeah, it's only 300 donations, you know. And what's interesting is normally you see something with a big following. And people commonly amass numbers with finance. Ah, you, know what I'm you would think that so thousand followers mean that you're straight. You got you straight. beachclub.com. That you straight. All that's going well. That is running up. Like that, you would think a post like that is almost something that's in the embryo stages of some business. Yeah, but what's unfortunate but, is that they just said they can't host any more going forward. Right, the the post they made talking about, hey, we didn't have this much outreach and people did not donate. They said thirty five hundred people were in, in attendance. Right? Yeah. It's over three thousand likes on that photo. It's no follow up post saying, hey, thanks, we received this and this and that. Saying that still, social media versus the culture versus reality is still a facade because. Yeah, 3,000 people still fucked with what you said, but they still didn't get you no bread. And my you know thing is, saying? where did you even give them the opportunity <laughs> to give you the bread? Where's the, like, cash app or the link? Because it could be on your website, right? It, it has more to do, I feel like, with... um. So people do this thing where, and I feel like it's, it's constant in social media, where we worry about how it looks first and how it runs separately. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, bro, because their that, website? Popping, bro. Products... Goals, but then they got a whole section that says content and then about, but it's like literally nowhere for you to donate. So, how are you gonna be mad at people not donating? Was you and just asking for just, donations at the event? But also, too, I think that's based off of like thought process and functionality. Like, how you said before, when you first saw it, the aesthetic was very smooth, like it looked clean, it was very well done. You could tell a lot of thought was made into the presentation, but not necessarily the retention of funds. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, well, if it's cool enough, then it'll be that. And what's the intention of what you're doing? Because it looked like you're trying to bring people together to empower them, to give them something to do outside, and to teach them about something that they may not be familiar with, like surfing. Yeah. So, mission accomplished. You got your goal. Like, it don't look like you set out to make money off nothing other than your merchandise. And that was probably a later thing. Which 
is still on you. You still should push it the way you're going to push it because everything is quality, but at the same time, structure, game plan, personnel. Because even if you got the game plan, do you have people that know how to follow it through? So the most important thing I feel like um, culture is always reflective of life and what's really going on. And it's important for us to be mindful of social media is social media and culture is culture. You know what I'm saying? So just because something's popping on social media or it may have something going doesn't mean the things that you're putting and the seeds you're planting in your um, culture isn't the right way or isn't the potential way. Shit. He got 3,500, or they got 3,500 to get 300 donations. You could have 150 and get 100 donations. Whose percentage is better of attaining their goals? You know and you I'm know, so, I like the way that you even broke that down. And to be honest, it really gave me the uh, Jerry Springer final thought mood. Like, you just <laughs> broke everything down to a simplistic, don't get caught up. In the facade, right? We're giving you real game because I'm not saying that it is a facade with these people in particular. We're just saying, in general, be wary of what it look like because people do know how to create an image. And speaking of being wary of what it look like, that brings us to another topic, fashion versus culture. And it's funny how it all ties in because our topic is, speaking of the beach, acceptable summer wear. Like, right. what should you be wearing when you out in these spots? What what thing reflects the positive aspect <clears throat> of the culture? And what y'all motherfuckers be looking at that have us looking crazy, you know? What about you? Well, for one... And we have a resident fashionista, uh, <laughs> Karan over I don't here. know if I want to start with the, uh, the fellas or, or the women. Because the thing is, I don't want to just be roasting women all the time. But, like, y'all got to stop wearing stuff that just looks so cheap. You know I mean, mean it goes both ways too, man. Niggas who throw on leather in the summer, like leather short sets that? and shit like that. It's like, yo, you fam. know, I'm gonna tell you what the my cringiest <laughs> cringe thing I've ever seen this year is the dude with the matchy matchy top bottom shoe combination, like every colorway. Oh yeah, the top and the bottom go together like. You got on two Laker items, right? Yeah. But it's not like the gray Mitchell and Ness shirt with the gray Mitchell oh, and yeah. Ness shirt. Oh, you mean the set? Yes. The we set. can't he break got, the set. He, <laughs> a, he, he got the set on. No, I don't. That is not a set, he bro. Got, Those he, are two separate he, Laker items. He got another. He got a set on underneath the, the jersey. I got a set, a set of underoos <laughs> that all Yo, match. But that's nigga. the thing. That person that put the set on to go to the party got the underwear to go with the Probably exterior. Do, man. Well, yeah. I, I, nigga, we call those mannequin niggas. Yeah, the mannequin that? niggas. Nigga yeah, put that's the whole, a no-no. He put the drawers, the socks, everything well, that was on the mannequin. Pa- we walk past like, the mannequin. It's a lot of y'all. If you a mannequin nigga, DM me at rap sessions and just send me uh any type of like hey i need your services yeah man and also, i will help too, you out we can definitely hit my nigga you. up he can even in bum ass shoes you got bro he can oh yeah uh, yeah i can slide you to the uh, sneaker spot yeah. and you know get you uh plugged in correctly or i could just you know take requests on what you're looking for and um let's like on the whole fashion topic because we not done with you uh Fucking swimming trunks wearing to the uh, club. To the ass function, niggas. swimming yeah, trunks? Yeah, 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 Never yeah. did that. Yeah, Never niggas, did niggas. that neither. Niggas do be looking like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, bro, I seen it. <laughs> like, I seen it. Yeah, I Vice, seen one of these get ready. Niggas be looking like Vice City out here. Vice City. Shit, nigga. nigga, I seen one of them get ready with me joints, and it was a dude. Oh, that's. And, 
And he was like, and he was had a bunch of fucking swim trunks. He was like, yeah, you could just wear swim trunks or anything. And so I throwing on swim trunks, basketball jerseys, swim trunks. Got it. And it's like, bro, those are swim nah, trunks. That's horrible. And it ain't no pool around. You know, I'm just really, not, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. like seeing niggas oh. in ankle cut uh, socks. Leave that to, for the ladies. Yeah. If you got the ankle cut socks on, bro, yeah. you better have a fireish. Low top shoes I've ever yeah, seen. Yes, they gotta it gotta make sense. Like you know I don't mean? understand it. Like that's horrible. It gotta make Stop sense. Stop with the ankle socks. But as far this as is not ankle socks. No, no, I, I didn't Check. say you had no ankle socks on. I don't wear ankle uh, socks. As far as fashion. I mean, versus I do culture, wear ankle socks. That's why he looked at your socks, but nigga, how could you judge me? <laughs> well, I, don't right. got, I don't got no ankle socks on right now though. Nah, he be wearing them though. Thank speaking you. Speaking of uh, fashion yeah. versus culture as well, too, right? I do I do wear ankle socks in the Yo, could you pass me that grinder over there? What's important, I feel like for the for the culture. Um, fashion wise Is You niggas get some Super Input on your uh, Video clothes The clothes y'all wear In music videos Is wild from time to time Shit the clothes niggas wear At shows is wild Anytime you're presenting yourself As an artist Or you're in your spectrum Around your field Whatever that may be You gotta kinda look the part You know what I mean um, so that's important. You gotta have a couple fashionable niggas on your team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Make sure you go get your little uh, your chain. You know, you know what I'm saying? With your name on it. Since this is like the you first time saying? we letting people you write, know. you can write that off. That's a business expense, bro. That's that's a part of your wardrobe. You know yeah, saying? I was about to say some real you, game, right? Like you just that's a little a bit, bro. Expense. I'm not saying go spend the whole bag. Just get you a little piece with your name on it. So when niggas see you, oh, that's such and such. Okay, da da da. It's da, da, a da. quick little identifier. I think yeah. jewelry got to be tasteful. You for sure tasteful. If you want to be a brand, your fashion Fashion jewelry combination gotta go together. So like, you can't have on some jewelry that look like it's 100k and your outfit look like it's 5k. Yeah. It don't add up. We know that. We can see that so a let's, mile away. Let's just go spend a little 7,500 on a nice little piece, and then you can yeah, go. Yeah, bro. You, Keep you, it under 10 bands yeah. and make sure your outfit is manageable. You yeah, don't have to yeah. wear Louis and Gucci, right? It's, you can, Plenty of other brands you could throw hey. on. Even like a Miri, I realize it's a little more affordable than I thought. Hey, I seen Marnie in the uh, in the Neiman's the other day. You never know what niggas got on. And I will you also too. Let's say this, right? Um, whatever medium it may be, say if you're doing a music video, you got to be mindful if your outfit makes sense for the video too. If you saying all these fashion brands and you don't have one of them on, nothing close. Pick a brand. That's, that's what right. I'm gonna tell you. No, no, your stylist. Your stylist need to be able to get that for you. No, stop. Niggas need to get a stylist. That's number one. And two, I would no say stylist. this. <laughs> I would say this for everybody who's out here balling on a budget. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people in the industry do do work to have work under their belt. You know what I'm saying? But the first thing is making sure your work is quality. So, uh, man, you know what y'all really also could do is get with more independent designers because it is some dope. Speaking of fashion, I was at Black on the Block, right? It's a this a double whammy. See, we we talking finance we for just, the culture. We need to be plugging out here, man. Man, look, culture, we be man. really trying to help bridge the gap because it's people so, that don't yeah. even know what Black on the Block. So if is. we if we speak on y'all, man, it ain't no hate, man. It's just nah. bringing awareness. I'm just oh, yeah, gonna say it's, it's, it was all, a it's all, all love, love and I feel it's like all. we're all here and we all are learning together and growing together. So if it's something that I may say or Nash may say or Karan or anybody who's a guest on here. It's all because we're using that as an example for everybody to grow from. And we thank everybody for being able to allow us to have teachable moments. You know yeah, and saying? I'm going to tell y'all in advance, I'm going to have the tone as if I'm attacking y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he does. <laughs> because it's entertainment, right? But, like, I wouldn't be giving y'all my money and going to your event if it was trash because I've been there multiple times. I rock with y'all. And I love the vendors, love the uh, setup, 
at the where they was at LA Studios this time off of like uh, Bixel. And what is a black? Black on the block, man, is a uh, black owned. Black flea market, so to speak, but it's a lot of high-end vendors. It's not like your typical flea, like you would think of like the Rhodium. I'm from out here. I really went to the Rhodium. Yep. It's not like that. Yep. Uh, black on the Block, you got local uh, vendors, you got artists, you got a lot of food, um, you name it, DJs, entertainment. Um, they was, you know, had a little bar situation, a lot of art. And I've actually seen them switch the vendors out. That's the best part about it is that, like, you can see some repeat people that you can catch there. For example, L.A. Raw. Uh, L.A. Real Always Wins. That's a, a brand that I really rock with because yeah. their designs are centered around, like, humanity. Okay. And, like, being yourself, being true to yourself. And um, that it's just what it says. It's like L.A. Raw, but it's like for niggas like us that's really raw and not trying to fabricate or act L.A. It's like... Just the core of uh, being kind of like elegant but grimy. I think that's really what L.A. offers. And as well as um, kind of being fly but street, like real urban chic. Okay, so. Yeah. This, so that's what Black on the Block offers. So this will be falling under our finance versus the culture category. So Yeah, because for anybody that wanted to spend money with uh, their community, because that's one thing that's really going on right now is a lot of people are pushing themselves and promoting uh, supporting small businesses. Shout out to Fresh Tribe. Y'all still got the most fires coffee around. I'm you on that me. subscription. You, you feel me? me. Available and, uh, right now. Yeah, Fresh Tribe. I actually, no cap, because I washed the shirt and it uh, changed colors, right? Like it turned into like a little light pink. I posted it and somebody on Instagram was like, yo, but where's the link for that? Swear to God, got you a sale off of that. Appreciate you, brother. You know, micro-influencer out Fresh here. FreshTribeLA.com <laughs> for, uh, we got t-shirts, up, coffee straight from our family farm in Ethiopia. And there's also a fresh made juices, um, the live fresh, stay fresh, get fresh. So yeah, man. So stay tuned in at Fresh Tribe on your gram. Fresh Tribe LA actually on your gram. Cause the thing is, LA so big and all encompassing. When people think of LA, it's not really the city. It's more to me like the county. Right? Yeah. So we just want y'all to know that our reach and what we discuss is about LA County. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I saw something uh, from the hood healer got a real grip on L.A. County as far as these tarot card readings. But she made a little post that said um, a lot of areas, West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, um, Glendale, Huntington Beach, uh, Hermosa Beach, just bottom line is she's like, all these places are racist. Hmm. I've been to a lot of these places, and I would say they probably have, you know, racist history. Like, L.A. is probably like a a historically racist town, <laughs> but at the same time, I think it's about money. So yeah, I think more this, than race. So this topic will fall, I feel like, perfectly under our race versus culture category. And the reason why that is is because a lot of those reasons she named, for sure, I feel like you get a racist vibe as a black person being there. But also as well, the foundation of Los Angeles is built off of racism. You know what I'm saying? All of our. I think this is like Mob City, like. Yeah, Mob City. Like Italian um, Mafia type. Italian Mafia, the riots in 91, um, shit, the second great migration brought all the black folks over here, uh, crack, the L.A. riots, um, Rodney King beating it. Um, I mean, OJ just even Simpson with White trial, Flight, like the uh, whole concept of White Flight where they moved from like Compton and Watts out to the burbs and the valley. White Flight was after... Great, I'm just saying, you know that's I'm an saying? example of how yeah. racially divided this city has always been. And it's I like in the 40s. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. way before civil rights. Yeah. But that was after World War II. You know yeah, when our so, veterans came home and needed somewhere to stay and they could only get loans to live in certain districts and areas. So it was well, kind of like set up. So it was that, but also too, so a lot of the jobs in the country at that time were based off of um, making things for the war. You know what I'm saying? For the army. So once that shit ended, they still had all these places that were manufacturings, but they had no people to really run them for the war. So a lot of those people who came home for the war a lot of those jobs and places were on the West Coast. So they gave vouchers for everybody to come, but it was all pretty much black people. You know what I'm saying? So when they all moved, that was where they shifted them from, you know what I'm saying, the South Coast, other regions to the West Coast. And then when they did that shit, they offered them those houses and they had vouchers and programs in those certain areas that accepted them. You know what I'm saying? And then that's what moved everybody out, dropped the property value down, and put money back in, and you can come back, buy that shit for cheaper than what it was before. Um, Hope y'all caught that history lesson about LA. I don't think uh, suburban LA gonna post nothing like that. <laughs> but I would say no that. Shout uh, out to suburban LA. And doing this look, thing. See, it sound like hate, but that's actually. <laughs> it's luck. It was actually the plug. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Niggas man. May never know how I feel. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our radio voice, nigga. That's funny as fuck. Nah, but bro, yeah, man, I feel like everything's um yeah, it's it's definitely a part of it, bro. Like uh I, I can't say she was wrong about any of those places. You That's know what I'm saying. saying. It's like named. duh, it's racist, but yeah. like nigga. Everything looks cooler when it's in uh on a white background and black font. Bro, with, with the tweet, yeah. with the tweet format, I feel like that's a uh a piece of art in itself. You can literally bro, you insert can get, anything right, right now. You could tweet or thread. Um, you could put "fuck you." I mean you, and that'll get like three million reposts. You know what I'm saying? Like people be like, "Man, I felt that." I love that. Like love when that they said that, you. like it was just you know, I, it really hit home for it me. Resonated. Yeah, yeah just because the way it look. It's all about aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? But what you think I about felt, fake. My oh. bad. I was about to say fake woke people. Do you ever encounter them? <laughs> Nigga, this is L.A. I like, know, and I feel like that's a race. We talk about I race versus race. culture. I feel like it's a, that's a race. It's a race of black people within the black spectrum of fake woke niggas. Well, yeah, because I feel like everybody wants to feel like they have the answers. Thank you, bro. I that, agree on that, that. For once, we agree. That gives <laughs> <laughs> that gives people a sense of like peace. You know what I'm saying? And if the answer is... Oh, I could just look to the sky and let some sun hit me to recharge me. You know what I'm saying? Or when things aren't, I fuck. Like it's the same people do with religion, though. You know what I'm saying? When they be like, I think that's it's the, the devil. K23 version of that. Uh, I think our grandparents had like the uh, street prophets and like you know they always love to tell that story of like, oh, he turned his life over after he was selling all that dope or after they was home <laughs> and now they're a pastor, right? Like, damn, how many times are we gonna hear that? Do we feel like it's a thing where this may be a little bit uh, racy for this pod? Hey, it's race it. versus culture. Um, do we feel like it's a lot of, of the promiscuous women who are the uh, woke ones? You know, I think a lot of the women who probably have had a, a more freer past or freer experience. <laughs> Bro, why is free like the trigger word? I feel like for woke daddy that they use. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get in their world on their level because I've had conversations with them, bro, and I think. Man, to be honest, I think they just don't have um, good relationship etiquette. So, like, I think they be trying to entrap niggas with their 
voodoo powers Bro, using I think, their vagina. I, I think and shit it just don't ever work. I think shit just be like a guy's for getting off certain shit you want to do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like how we had our guests last time. And we briefly spoke about how people just be like, oh, yeah, I'm polygamous to try to get some ass. It'd be the same when girls be like, oh, you know, I'm a free spirit. Anytime I hear free spirit or see a free spirit tattoo, it's like, run for the hills, bro. She go have some fire. Yeah. But also, but too, time, a, lot of people, a lot of people that experience that fire. Free spirit just means that everything I did, I'm not accountable for. It was just the, the universe guiding me. Bro, I, I've heard it where it's like, you know, the energy in that moment doesn't mean that, like, we can keep this going. That's how I've been let down. Oh, damn. On some woke shit. And that's, it's just like, all right, you're right. And I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you just wasn't, you just didn't say yeah. The women are um, real slick with the way they are evasive out here. I, I just feel like uh, the, the game has changed, man. No, the game's the same. The players have just altered positions in a way. You know what I mean? Where <coughs> um, things you thought that, like, necessarily this person, because of their title, would not do, that's not the case no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, For example, you're right. A lot of uh, college-educated women that I know make bozo decisions. And yeah. it's like, why don't you uh, use your degree or use some of that skill set and that ingenuity and hard work that got you the degree to get ahead? But what do you put... What's more important to you, EQ or IQ? Mm, that's a good question. I think... I think EQ. I would say EQ because EQ is something that's uh, universal. Elaborate for them, though, since it's right. universal. Yeah, so <laughs> so IQ, right, would be considered book smarts, um, how well you are in the classroom. Uh, shit, if I put... 12 different figures on the board, can you add them up or divide them and do all the multiplication shit, right? We have high IQs. EQ is considered your emotional intelligence. You know what I'm saying? The way you can, like, talk to people, uh, the way you can read situations, um, all that. You know, tell energies and vibes. I feel like that's more important because even if people don't have a high e IQ, you can still communicate with them if you have a high EQ. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can figure out a way to get things to them where they can understand it, you know? Um, but a lot of times, I feel like the ability to to follow suit, per se, and like, oh, I did this thing, I accomplished this and this and this and that on things that are laid out takes away someone's ability to strengthen their EQ. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if I'm following all these rules, what do I need to necessarily know how to deal with this and this and that for? You know what I'm saying? If I feel like these accomplishments and tags give me the ask, the access that I need to things, you know? Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I think, man, it's crazy because as a person that works in mental health, I see how people's uh, emotional intelligence helps them get ahead. Yeah. You know, they'll come, start the session, you know, with a certain level of, like, understanding of themselves. Or I'm not even going to cap you, bro. People will come to me in denial, and then I'll challenge them in a very professional manner, right? Like, How's that working out for you? I'll ask them some simple shit like, you sure you even want to be mad? Like, at, some, at something like that? Yeah. Then they be like, you're right. I don't want to be mad. I'm more disappointed or I'm more, I'm a little irritated. I ain't necessarily mad. Or I'm motivated by this. I didn't realize how much it motivated me. I'm motivated by my negative emotion. I've had yeah. people come to those conclusions, but like if they don't know that's what drives them, then they don't know how to use that motor, so to speak, right? Right. So that's why I think the EQ 
is important because even if you have the, uh, let's say, the logistic calculations going on, if you don't have, like, the spirit to tie it together because you just don't care about the numbers, then it don't really matter how calculated you are because you don't care about the numbers. Very true. Right? So, you know, I think we just are now getting to the point where we realizing why the numbers matter. Like legacy. Mm. Hove, right? 444. Legacy, legacy, legacy. 100%. All the game he dropped about, like, passing down shit and, like, art matters. Like, Hove really broke down a lot of uh, just simplistic vulnerabilities about, like, oh, I didn't invest in this real estate. So look at, look, look, look at the fucking um, universe and how we just allow uh, the universe to guide us. You have brought us right next to our next topic in our next, uh, I feel like, section. Oh, man, huh? Entertainment versus culture, right? Right now, what you were speaking about, ownership and legacy and passing down, um, is indicative of what the writers are fighting for right now with the strike. You know what I'm saying? Um, their work being devalued and not being able to necessarily pass something down or have the funds to even do so because y'all changing the way the shit's distributed and because of that, I'm being devalued when my work is more. Bro, the craziest thing that I've seen throughout this whole uh, strike is one, it's not getting the uh, coverage of shit, right? It should get, it should get that coverage that. Um, but who gonna be covering it? Who gonna be showing Wall it? Street. I don't know who wanna promote that, right? That's the problem. The problem, the problem is the people you want to promote it are the niggas who putting you on strike. Who I you know, think that's own? what I'm saying. Nobody's yeah. gonna promote that. That's not one. putting that shit on my shit. <laughs> yeah, nah. The social media not allowing that to flow. Two. Um, Damn, I forgot my second point. It'll come to me. But okay. the strike in general, man, I think the strike is, like, uh, really powerful. It's going to change the course of what we got going on. And it should have happened a while ago. But this is the thing. I feel like this strike should have been done in music about 20 years ago, 25 years ago. <clears throat> the moment ringtones came a thing. You know what I mean? Like... It should have been revamped then. Shit, it should be revamped every new fucking form of media that for music we have. Yeah. When eight tracks happen, when tapes happen, mm, when CDs so happen, as the, yeah. as the distribution of music changes, the terms of music change. Because they keep fucking us. Niggas well, is they, still getting charged right it's, now, it's, and they it's, fucking it's, deal. It's because oh. they want to keep those old contracts alive. Yeah, and while I was saying that, um, like niggas still get charged if you want a record deal, bro. You can get charged for CD distribution, and they still charge you. For potential loss on CD distribution, we don't even sell CDs no more. So of course you're gonna lose some money, bro. From from Rip, okay, you're gonna lose um, two thousand, two hundred thousand CDs in transport. So out of that, we taking that out of what we giving you, my nigga. How you doing that? We won't even sell CDs no more. But the deal's still based off of that because of whatever verbiage, whatever the fuck, like, bro, this shit is crazy, and I always feel like. Well, I can't say that, right? Because music is a very wide spectrum. But I feel like because hip-hop music is what I'm speaking for in this instance, one of the reasons why this fight is never taken seriously or done effectively is because niggas don't have unity, number one. And then number two, because it's black shit. People don't give a fuck like that. Like, they don't care. But when it's fucking Hollywood and this and this and that, you know what I'm saying? Like, because most of these writers <clears throat> appear to be a certain way, you know what I'm saying, from people, it's taken more seriously and 
it gets more attention, even though it hasn't gotten what it truly deserves because the powers that be, you know what I'm saying, hold the handles on the media. But um, it's just indicative, bro, of what's been going on for fucking forever. And it's upsetting to me. You know, like, when I heard one of the executives, I guess, said that we're going to just wait till they're homeless, that's been like the, one of the bigger headlines floating around. We're just going to uh, wait them out until they become homeless. Yep. I think that's when um, I started to pay more attention because but that's they real showing their hand. Yeah, that's real shit, but they showing you that they don't give a fuck. Bro, it's like the problem is this. Every scenario they get, when somebody stands on a soapbox and talks about ownership, they try to make them look crazy. You know what I'm saying? The niggas who will be sitting there who aren't owners of something will be talking to this nigga like, man, you sound crazy, bro. Because it's literally slapping him in the face of what they're doing. But all ownership, all it is, bro, is the ability for the sword to fall on you. And also, you have all control over if some shit happened or if it's not happening. Simple as that. Even if you in debt, bro, you can still decide to do this shit if you want to. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think people underestimate the magnitude of what it takes to make all of this go, right? Because... You know, you a big movie guy. Yeah. Right? So this is really in line with kind of how you see the world in terms of, like, these storylines. You used to yeah. make up your own. Yeah. You got to calculate how much the movie costs. Yeah. When you when you get your eye trained, yeah. you can see, oh, this is a big budget coming yeah. up by the trailer. You know that. That's how you look at, that's how in-depth your analysis is, right? Yeah. So if the budget for, like, an avatar is, hmm. 400 million. It's crazy. Who contract in the league is 400 million? But it was even crazy, bro, along with what you're saying, right? It's like, all right, imagine the player get paid 200 million, right? And the coach is only getting paid 5,000. That would be nuts. And that's, that's what how I'm the movie saying. Should that's be. how that shit is, It'd right? Be like the writers don't get paid shit. But even still, even with the actors, if the budget is so-and-so, that money's still getting bust down to everybody that's employed. And then the executive who made the movie happening is still taking like 10, 15, 20 but that, million But you that. know what is, why that is? Crazy. It's because I paid for the session. That's it. That's <clears> all it is. And I'm going to recoup mine off top in general. Because I pay for the session and you don't, it's mine. And it's a big session bro i didn't seen i didn't been in some of these sound stages out here like on the warner brothers lot and all that shit be you know three four feet i mean three four story high warehouses and like all the equipment in the world shit you ain't never even seen or heard of ropes you know trampolines green screens <laughs> costumes oh well all that shit they own I know, so and they've like, been recycling it and using it over and but over. But you get charged for it like it's new each time. Yeah, right? And and because it's budget. mine, it's part of the but Right, I'm paying myself to let you work for me. And now that I'm saying that, yo, because we're distributing this, I got to give you less, but I make more. That's all, they, that's all they've ever done, bro. But, like, even not being able to quantify what a stream is worth. How are you telling me the process is cheaper now? For you. Like, it's not, it doesn't cost as much. But yeah, because that's what I noticed. A lot of TV shows now have movie quality. I think Ozark might have been the first show for me where I paid attention to 
the way it was shot. Like a movie. Like a movie. And from Jump, I was super sold on Ozark because I like that actor. He's Jason Jason Bateman. is dope to me. But then seeing him in a role like that, they they smacked that out the park. And if, I think that's what people anticipated Netflix to be is a bunch of that, right? Like high-quality Ozark-type shows, but not everything on there is smacking like that. Well, they well, um, Netflix they does a lot of licensing, too. Yeah, I was about to say, they're picking up a lot of shows that didn't get picked up. Yeah. Like You was some shit that wasn't um, popping before. Like Square it was Games. out, but it was whatever. Squid Games, too. <laughs> same. Um, and yeah, the same shit with the dude from Squid Games. He sold that shit to them for 120000 and it was the number one stream shit of all time or some shit like that. And like, yeah, he ain't getting paid Korean off of that. On their whole platform ever. Yeah, so... Um, and he wanted to renegotiate, but I mean... It's like, man, look, this is the thing, bro. All this shit is legality. We got... We got to... You got to pick a side. You know what I'm saying? You can't say, I need this. I don't give a fuck about what's going on right now. Give it to me. And then later on say, man, I got fucked. You knew you got fucked. You knew you was getting fucked when the situation was there. And the sacrifices you didn't make before are all coming to roost right now. The motherfuckers who... Be talking Who's about niggas, <laughs> even that, bro. Motherfuckers be talking about niggas who like, oh, you got a job and you rap. Yeah, I got benefits, nigga. I also have to pay for this shit. I'm in a on whole- top of that. I got a retirement. Rap don't have no retirement. Yeah, but what are we talking about? Like, but, and that's the thing: reality versus culture, right? Reality versus culture. You they know not what I'm being real out here with the like the internet life. Don't have no connection to the real life. Nah, and the thing is, like, okay. Say for example, do stacks the the idea, the image, right? Nigga, that that rap shit, bro. That if that was a thing, I wouldn't have to feed him, wouldn't have to clothe him. <laughs> He's just like do whatever. But this ain't a comic book, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like so, in order for all the rest of that engine to happen, all the rest of life got to be taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Facts, because I feel like that's the culmination of how well things are doing, right? Yeah. Like you can't even afford to get into this creative uh, space because I think one of the earliest things we talked about was how a lot of rappers are cosplaying their favorite rappers. Yeah. Right? And so, not you. <laughs> At the end of the day, do stacks is do stacks. They called you that. You've manifested that. And now it's being cultivated, right? Like yeah. you were saying, the, uh, the roost. <laughs> Some old nigga shit you just said. The roost. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> these niggas... Uh, they go respect the God when they see him, right? But he don't even make appearances without real reason to make an appearance, just like Batman. You know what I mean? You don't just see Batman at the mall. like. Yeah, nah. He, if he ain't got a reason to be there, he ain't going to be there. And if he's there, he's like, oh, shit, Batman's here. What the fuck is about to happen? Right, like you damn near worried. Yeah. And that's how it is when, like, the culmination of, like you said, everything that goes into maintaining the image of an artist, right? Like, you got to be, like Van Gogh. He got to be looking like a Van Gogh. Like, when you see him, you got to know, like, oh, damn, yeah, that's the nigga that creates all that wild shit. So I guarantee you, he probably looked way different. He stood out. Same thing with your favorite artist. Lil Wayne, <laughs> you can't miss him. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's and a you, reason. And the thing is, too, though, right, even those people, like, all our goats, you hear about them niggas always complaining about money. Man, mom, uh, this and this and that. Wayne was able to to be an artist and be totally invested in an artist's life and a lot of his other shit be taken care of. Because of that, bro, it's probably why you didn't got that money you talking about or you think you deserve. 
because niggas put a tax on what they gave you bigger than what you thought. You thought this shit was going for it. Oh, I gave you 20 bands. I'm going to give you 20 bands back. No, you gave me 20, nigga. You owe me 100. Bro, talk about it. Because that's the thing. People get it fucked up where the art gets lost in the business culture of what's going on out here. The finances that connect to the art is almost hard to see, right? It's not really direct pipeline. It's not like you do this and you make this wage like in any other job. That's why it's funny to me because the very people talking down on, um, I guess, being stable in one area are the people that don't understand what it takes to sustain being an artist in any form. I mean, like I said, bro, it's different when a motherfucker just follow a a, a, a map to something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that stability gives them arrogance. You know, it's like, oh, well, I did this and this and that, so... I know what the fuck I, I know how to do this and that. Like, okay, you did everything somebody told you. But if I told you, like, hey, wake up tomorrow, start some shit from scratch, and build it up and let you. me see what it look like. Nobody gonna help you. Right, like, how long do you think it's gonna take for it to be something? <laughs> like, you don't even have no answers for that because you don't have no comprehension of what we, the fuck we talking about. And just, uh, just so you know, next time when you ask a nigga, damn, you still rapping? To anybody? All those thoughts go through their mind. <laughs> like, you stupid motherfucker. You still doing whatever you doing? <laughs> and you still waiting for a promotion? You, you still know waiting. what I'm saying? Yo, you still but the for crazy thing is, it's like, you got to do something in life to swim upstream. Because I do feel like, you know, it's a lot of forces that are in place. You know what I mean? Pressures I mean, man, around just, to kind of keep us in our status quo. Look around everywhere you see. All everybody is ever fighting for is ownership and something to pass down. So you, if, if you have the ability to build, do it before rather than later. Before your job yeah, changes. Yeah, start laying bricks immediately. Before your job you changes I mean? whatever rule that had you there in the first place. If they was like, hey, man, you never have to work Fridays. They could switch that shit when they feel like it. And you're going to be there. And then you working Fridays, nigga. Doing shit or, you ain't expected to do. Oh, yeah, we matched the 401k 400%. And then it's going to stop. And then you still there. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to being like, well, shit. Now, I wasn't able to put this in there, but I was able to do this on my time. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. We just got to just think about the future. And I know that shit's scary to be doing shit by yourself. But what's that? Being scared about building or being scared when niggas say, we're going to wait till you homeless? Right. Because my thing is, everybody got some type of uh, internal, intrinsic, like, value, talent. Something that they can just do naturally or that they into. <coughs> we gave you some little bit of game on fashion. We discussed fashion today. We talked race race politics. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talked a little bit about just social media and yeah. just the, the marketing aspect of how they use the internet to influence you. Yeah. Right? Because people are getting paid off the internet right now. Social media marketing and all that. That's I thing. feel like I feel like the finance uh well black. Is it black in the block? Black on the block. Yeah, we kind of uh, reads past that. I mean, for one, I saw a lot of local brands. I could go to their page and, like, start naming people. I bought some. Yeah, it's not necessary. Because <laughs> my thing is, what more can I say other than, like, for one, a lot of these black events, I mean, Ebony Beach Club, it's just a bunch of black people getting together having a good time. Yeah. What makes this significant is that people are uh, consciously trying to spend money to support Brands, gotcha. People come there ready to shop. Like they not necessarily ready to party, 
But they know, one, the food list is pretty extensive. They probably had, like, 10 food trucks, bro. And then the uh, clothing-wise, if you a dude trying to get, like, some real high-end, like, let's say real thrift, like, quality throwback jerseys or, like, you know, championship. Like, name something that you would want. Oh, I want a dope, like, jacket that's not a suit jacket, but it could go with, like, some slacks. It's there. You want a dope, like, uh, let's say you wanted, a, like, a, a Reasonable Doubt album cover shirt, like, vintage, you know, the big heavyweight tees. You could probably find that there. So it's more so, like, um... Can I find a fedora there? Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> you could find a corduroy bucket hat. Like, you could find, like, just... Just name something. Quality pay. denim. I mean, is is black on the block free? $12. $12 on the Dice app. So you got to pay to get in. Yeah. See, that's how that's how Ebony Beach Club got to figure out a way. But it's kind of impossible because it's a public beach. It's just the problem. Unless you're going to like. You just started it wrong. It should be like, all right, for you to you can come to the beach. You know what I'm saying? But for you to get this thing, you got to pay for this. Yeah, and but what, you know what I how do you do that? Do? How do you do that? You have, like, barriers set up? Nah, you just have a fucking, a fucking app. Man. And, like, well, like, for example, let's say, like... Oh, a, with a say, GPS locator? Nah, let's say... For if, the party? Let's say Somebody going to leak no, look, the daddy. No, not even that, bro. Let's say this. Let's say if it's Eventbrite, you know what I'm saying? You can have the free fucking tickets or whatever. And then you can have a ticket, too, where they pay for something. And when they get up, they get scanned. And then they get whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? But they would have to want that or want access what to that. What could we want to give them? Well, well they merch could be that, that extra package. Well, they, they also had surf them. lessons, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all need out. to just trap them shirts and make that, like, a VIP premiere. Like They should have just had the girls giving out Bundle the Bundle pack shit, bro. They should have like, had some fire girls giving out. Make that early shit come with, like, a barbecue plate. Bet you niggas Ooh, buy that. They should do. They should have just started in a... And as somebody crib, what niggas could have did too, because they like have a beach function, the whole like beach a club. I mean, yeah, like a beach shit. house or like yeah, Airbnb so they, beach so, houses, so that you can charge entry fee. So you know how, bro. You know who they should holler at? They should just partner with Todd Dollar Sign and drop Beach House Four with the Ebony Beach Club. Ooh, so like you're giving out merch. too much. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. For sure though, <laughs> giving for sure out though, too for much. Sure though, for sure nah, though. but that's what I'm saying. Like rap sessions, I'm gonna impact the culture, bro. Like it's it's not that hard to get next to these niggas, give them ideas. I've done it with artists already, but it just didn't. Like, I'll tell y'all off mic, but yeah. some niggas we was just talking about earlier. You know what I mean? I've been in rooms with them and influenced some of their studio sessions and shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm so glad I'm not a name-dropping ass nigga. I appreciate that about myself. I appreciate I, it. I almost too. dropped it. I picked the name up, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for the culture. <laughs> I'm so, standing was, on my own gonna, out here. Was gonna drop Back to what we was preaching on is the independence, right? And just building something from the ground up, bro. Because I remember when it was... Uh, foundation time for rap sessions and I just had to kind of like invite the homies and be like yo let's just get some content like before COE was a thing I wasn't even trying to get content it's like content for the people that's here I'm, I would invite you and Karan and like let's just make sure we talk about this album and just put people onto this music because niggas don't know about shit and then next thing you know it was like hey when the next one I'm like when you want it and that's how like the community drove us and Ebony Beach Club is being driven by the community, but they're also driving community. They need to, like, partner with the community more to establish that equity. I think they need a call to action as well, too. Like, the the thing you're asking me for a donation for, do I give a fuck about? Not yeah, being, like, what are we supporting? Rude. Everybody don't necessarily want to surf. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, we're, we're I'm going to tell you. We all should be, but look, hold up. We all should be supporting... It's like a function too. At the same time, it's like oh, that shit is free. That's like charging me for parking. I'm not paying for that. Yeah, it's not free because if I don't come, when my crew don't come, this ain't no function, bro. 
Facts people had to, people facts had to not, beg bro. me to charge for rap sessions. Okay, bro. facts are not. Bro. Right, people had to beg me. They like you if can't keep doing this shit for free. We don't do all of this shit. We do. Let's say this, bro. Honestly, is it still a Honestly, right now. Because of what they've done at that beach that they have no rights over. Yeah, facts. Tomorrow I can make a flyer and say, yo, we at where With Ebony Beach shit, Club is and nobody... at Doc Water and not say it's them and everybody will come. Same shit. Like, like instantly, you, oh, though. Are you going to provide the same thing that they were providing? What did they provide? That's what they're trying to uh, capitalize on. Is that they provided what? They amplified pro- sound? Amplified sound. Niggas can bring their own sound. <laughs> yeah. I mean the games and whatever else they had out there. I don't bro. know. I've never been. I'm, I'm always at, I'm always if, at work. Cron, even if I did it and I uh-huh. didn't have none of that, I could still niggas go to still come. Ah, You'll get a few people. You probably you may few. not get thirty five hundred. You, you ain't you getting a get function. You getting a you getting a little uh, bonfire. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so niggas ain't coming. Niggas ain't coming. Like, like, for that's all he's saying is what are we paying for? Because for me, if it's a donation, I told niggas support this community center where I'm at. The money you give me, I'm just giving to them. They let me hold the space for free. I'm being transparent. People didn't believe me. I told niggas I was going to use their money to go to Africa. What the fuck did I do? You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes you just got to show them. And what we're saying is, what are y'all showing us? Yeah, what's the call to action and why would I do that? What are y'all, like, what have y'all, I mean, so that I, we can. I'm thinking so that if it's they surf can, lessons, that should still be getting promoted, right? I mean, it probably is, but I'm saying but the other ones not. Niggas there to give 3,500 people surf lessons. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you would need thirty five hundred surfboards. Exactly. So why would I be giving money to that? I wouldn't. I don't surf, nigga. Yeah, I feel. You. And you know you're not saying? even trying but to actively just, get surfboards That's just one part donated. of Ebony Beach Club. The other part is the club atmosphere. Nah, it might just be because it's niggas out there surfing. Okay, so this, I, so this is thing. I, I can't say I've seen it, but, but I'm saying there's probably niggas out there of, getting a, surf lessons. A lot of the things there, you have to bring your own. You got to bring your own drink, right? Yeah, you got to bring your own. So uh, with that, what towel. am I? What am I paying you for? They don't have towels set up to distribute. Sound guy, you're not passing me nothing. Yeah, because it's you can't serve you can't serve alcohol on the beach anyway. Yeah, so I'm not getting no especially, food from you. I'm not getting no drink from you. Especially I'm not getting no weed you from you. you can't be, I'm not getting no chairs from you, nigga. You can't have no open containers and shit. So yeah, so it's why would I pay you? Um, ah, damn. I'm paying you so that the, the shit continues. <laughs> Look, man. So that, but why do I care if the party continue, bro? Because I had a good time. But I'm not coming and, back. And I'm not saying me personally. I'm just, I'm just talking about somebody who's probably winning and still supports. Bro, you go to parties over and over that you don't know the people who throwing it. I don't really go to parties. Okay, so come right. on. Well, I put it like this. Off of which you but said. But if I go to a, a function that I really said, enjoy, reasons, I'll go back. The reasons why, and let's say if you add up the number for those people who are doing the things that you said, that's about three hundred, bro. About three hundred donations, right? Yeah, it's about three hundred. It's accurate. Cool. So These the, is accurate I'm, numbers. I'm, so I'm, why they mad? I, I don't. I don't know. think they're mad. They just said three hundred donations. Like, okay, that's not enough. They're probably thinking like, we should be thousand donations. Money off of this. But like, at least five hundred. What are your monetary goals consist? Because you don't know what you don't know what each donation um, consists of. It can, it no, can you consist don't, of, bro. We also but know that saying, you're not paying for the spot, which is why you can't use it. So you're trying to just get money off us. To come somewhere that you're not even paying or accommodating us at. I mean, they may the be trying to get that? that money to pay for the space at the time, right? But are, can you can you rent out? No, there? no, bro. It's it's, it's like the beach. Yeah, it's you just, just have to reserve your space, right? I mean, you you can, but also I think you can pull up to a fucking pit, and if you up there, niggas ain't gonna be like, oh, it's in reserve. Like you don't pay money for the pit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you got like a, uh, and that's exactly so what, what I'm saying is, point. This, bro, it's no reason for me to give you money. 
That's exactly what he's saying. There's nothing here that's actually happening for the community. It's going off. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like hey, we're doing a ten o'clock. And this and this just isn't picking on them. But I'm just using this as an example for like you know what I'm saying things to be mindful of when you're trying to ask people for bread. It's like why am I giving this to you? Dog, <laughs> look. Like why? Like I get like it's a party for sure. But like for example, if it's a party at somebody's house, right? It's not like it's five to get in. Uh -huh. I gotta pay to get inside. It's yeah, the it's, beach. I could just be on the other side and walk up from further down and be a I part could of this. Uber shit. and just walk. Yeah, just yeah, hop up just... there. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, all right, well, to pull up here, you gotta have a wristband to party with us or get a drink, nigga. Your speaker, I can't even hear that shit anyway. So I'm over here with somebody else's speaker. They got. I'm just at the beach at this point. So, what am I paying you? Yeah, for? we just at the beach at that point. So off of that, 3,500 attendees. Yeah, and you got 300. 300 donations you get that for a like cause that we're not aware of. It's not public. Your Instagram is curated party shots. Yeah, and it's not like a fucking... Um... And you got excellent merch that people will buy. Yeah. If 300 people donated money and you know you sold 200 shirts, fill your orders... Thank God for your blessings. And even that. And don't quit your day job. And even that, man. The, the, well, shit, you could probably could quit your day job if you ain't paying shit for the beach. And you could put a little more time into it and do different beaches. The beach open every day. Why are you only at that one? If it's really what it is, you should host Ebony Beach Club at Venice, Santa Monica, Malibu, uh, San Diego. Go to San Diego. They got Hermosa. three, hey, four beaches out there. This Hermosa, Redondo. This is job missing. Give us our little it circle says, wherever you're going to be It says Ebony Beach Club, and that's why they had Doc Waller. You let all them niggas go to Santa Monica, the police will be up there. Bring them. Have, the have something. But this is my thing. If you don't have, uh, I guess, jurisdiction or permission to be somewhere, you don't know how the politics work, that's probably where you should start. That's just me giving advice as a person who's had to like I said, man, do events in community. That's like people, for example, a lot of people have things that are cool. And they're cool. They're trendy. They don't understand how what the business is. You know what I'm saying? And they end up being that person that's like, oh yeah, I used to throw that back in the day. And they got some, you know what I'm saying, like light off of that. But it they never, got some great memories, right? But yeah, like never, the sustainability of the brand. You built a great brand, but like sustain it, longevity. Like we want to have this. They need to turn it into like Soho House. You feel me? They need Twenty to, years from now, you feel get, me? They like they need to get a beach, a beach house. Um, off the, you know, you know what I'm but saying? a lot of it, bro, it don't. Yo, be, it it's, don't be it's the sky's the limit. When you got a brand, yeah, that's the, the thing. Limit. When yeah, you got a brand, then you, you can you morph it to whatever you, you want. Morph it to whatever you want. But bro, a lot it of it could this, be a restaurant. I don't know this person's personal situation, right? We got a lot of niggas that's coming from families and households with no financial history, training, idea, or none of that shit. Now, a lot of times, because niggas come from poverty and got to make it and know how to make shit be tight, they they the coolest people. But they don't have nobody to help them steer the brand. What the fuck would Easy B would have Easy would have been without that white dude? Nothing. You where know would, what I'm saying? Where would Dre be without? Don't it's not gonna say Shug. Where would Dre be without? Um, what's the nigga name? Jimmy Ivy. Same, bro. It's like y'all be it'd be like the the other business part about it, and it's not. It is your fault once you get to a point where things are in fruition. It's going, and at any time you have the ability to shut it down and stop it and be like, "Hey, I gotta figure this out." Cause I see this is happening. But once it don't happen and it's going, all right. Well, now we gotta. I'm Sean Parker, bro. I was a part of this. I gotta be a part of Facebook now. 
because this Napster shit didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be stuck on Napster no more. You know what I'm saying? So now you know, hey, I know how to make this. Let's make it somewhere else. That's crazy. It and, cut off right at the right point. As soon as you segue. Um, let's make this somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Where now I know how to set up the infrastructure of the business where it can be profitable. Because if not, bro, you're just going to be taking an L and complaining about it the whole time. And being like, hey, man, you know, this is donation-based, but we're not getting enough of them. <laughs> yeah, so my, my recommendation is that in this moment where y'all have fallen back, pivot and, and get some uh, substantial footing. Reach out. Do some recruitment because y'all clearly got a good thing going and y'all need personnel. So do some active recruitment on people that can help sustain what you got going. And you gotta and be more willing power to pay to niggas, man. That's yeah, the thing. nah, people you gotta, gotta uh, be able to come with a financial, you know, uh, compensation for people. Not like uh, you get clout or you get access or, you know, no. People need uh, deposits in money. their accounts. Need money. So be mindful of that, man. Uh, I feel like that's what we got for y'all on the counterculture life, man. We didn't cover it a lot. This was uh, our heaviest episode. You know what I mean? By weight, by volume. Hope you ingested it. Hope you run it back. Hope you actually spread it to somebody that needs some real game. Yeah, man. This counterculture life today was brought to you by a really good studio, atmosphere, Teratokes, um, and Fresh Tribe. Shit, Fresh Tribe LA, rap sessions, uh, everything good, everything vertical. Um, and we'll be back with y'all again. This is Do Stacks of God. I'll let you. I'm out.